three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here as I continue to try and encourage us to be reading God's Word and allowing the Holy Spirit to minister to us through the ministry of the Word. I hope that this is a benefit to you. And if you are new to the podcast, I've done a quite a bit over the years, different books of the Bible where I've done an overview, other parts of the Bible where um, we've dug in a little bit deeper, and now I've done all of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. We skipped numbers. We did a flyover of numbers, and now we're digging into Deuteronomy. Just read it. Give a little bit of a nugget from what we read, and I try to do that in about five minutes. And we are in Deuteronomy chapter 19, and... We did verse 14 yesterday, so we'll handle a few more verses today, I think. And this is really doing more with the judicial system that God blesses his people with. And this is a lot of how we set up our judicial system, although I think maybe we've forgotten some parts about it. So let's read and see what we've forgotten. Verse 15, a single witness shall not suffice against a person for any crime or for any wrong in connection with any offense that he has committed. Only on the evidence of two witnesses or of three witnesses shall charge be established. If a a malicious witness arises to accuse a person of wrongdoing, then both parties to the dispute shall appear before the Lord, before the priests and the judges who are in office in those days. The judges shall inquire diligently And if the witness is a false witness and has accused his brother falsely, then you shall do to him as he had meant to do to his brother. So you shall purge the evil from your midst, and the rest shall hear and fear, and shall never again commit any such evil among you. Your eye shall not pity. It shall be life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. And we'll stop there. Um. The next part's going to war and a new chapter. So, yeah, some interesting stuff there, right? And to go back and read it and to read it in the context of how do we do law here in our country. And we've definitely had false witnesses. Uh, obviously, there was a few false witnesses in Jesus' day. And that's very interesting. They did have two witnesses, but obviously two false witnesses. And another thing that I found... Interesting here. So if you're, you know, if you're trying to falsely show that your neighbor committed murder, then whatever the consequence of that crime, then that's going to happen to you. And I think that's a pretty good way to curtail um, false witnesses. Now, it doesn't mean that if you witness against somebody and then they're not found guilty of it, and that's really what you saw and they just didn't have two witnesses, whatever, and then that's not, they're not coming after you. Um, it's when you maliciously go after somebody. Um, but the other thing that I found interesting here is when it says in verse 17, both parties to dispute shall appear before the Lord. Now, how do you go before the Lord? Well, the priest and the judges represent the Lord. And so... And this is why in our culture, you would see people putting their hand on the Bible. And but 
I think we've lost in our judges and um, I guess in one sense you could say lawyers is that they are representatives of the Lord according to Deuteronomy that they are the judicial system and so um, looking at before you know before the priests so that's that's a different office but in the judges who are in office in those days so that's you know who do we have as judges it's it's interesting how secular we have become and allowed ourselves to become when maybe we we didn't need to get as secular as we did but again we've lost some boundaries we've lost some markers that we read about in verse 14 landmarks and and with those come the consequences of a of a, of a culture out of control was was even thinking about um, some of the things we see in our culture where people are saying that their civil rights you know they're being discriminated against because of of what they're choosing well discrimination against people because of something they cannot control is one thing but discriminating against somebody for something they can control well that's something else so if I'm discriminating against an employee who doesn't want to get up and do their work well that's a choice he's making or she's making and I think that we're really losing our way and we're so afraid to to stand up against injustice. I mean, regardless of what you think about January 6th, the fact that we still have 25, 26, 27, 28-year-olds who are in prison without representation in this country for what happened on January 6th, that's just, that's wrong. That is wrong. And um, and the people need to, you know, we need to stand up. Where, you know, where are the good lawyers and the good judges where are the where are the righteous and so that's another that is you know the marker that that God rises against evil is is a standard of righteousness and so it becomes a new marker <laughs> and I'm, I think God's going to raise that marker soon God bless you guys I hope you have a good day hope this is good for you talk to you soon